Welcome, D-Gentlemen and D-Gentlewomen to Season 2, Episode 1. That's right, Season 2, Episode 1 of the Odds Get Even podcast. I'm your co-host, J-Roy Hammers, joined here by RG, AJ Betts, and Rally Hedges. How are you guys? Does no one hear me? Is it like, is no one going to answer? We have to start no. again. AJ, I thought you always go first. <laughs> no, I saw Rally put his hat, hand up. So I was no, like, I was like waving. Like, bad start <laughs> for you, Rally. Bad start. Start, start, start of the end. Start of the end. Oh all right. God. All right. You guys ready? Yeah, you put your, I usually go first and Rally put his hand up. So I got thrown off. Jeez, why are you guys so nervous? Oh my God. All right. You guys ready? We're in Thailand. Let me break. Okay. Yes, I'm ready. Welcome, D-Gentlemen and D-Gentlewomen to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Odds Get Even podcast. That's right. We are on Season 2, Episode 1. I'm your co-host, J-Roy Hammers, here with AJ Betts, RG, and Relly. How are you guys? Doing great. It's good to be back. Had a little hiatus, but, you know, happy to be back with the boys and gambling my money away. Yeah, no, dude, it's uh, it's good to be back on the pod. We took uh, we took a couple weeks off there just to uh, recuperate and get ready to roll going into uh, season two. But uh, it feels good. How about you, Riley? How does it feel to be uh, to be full time on the pod? Yeah, I guess cats out of the bag. Um, here I am. We got um, the the fantastic fourth joining the pod, and I'm fired up to be here. So. Obviously, everyone knows that Relly is a co-host of the pod now. A lot of you guys are asking, no way, what did he do to deserve this? So, guys, what did Relly do to deserve a spot on the on the Odds Get Even podcast? Uh, dude, honestly, like nothing. Like, I don't know why he's here. <laughs> yeah. Good vibe. <laughs> so... So here at the Odds Get Even podcast, we value good ethics and good morals. And, and Rally is just a really good guy. So we really wanted to put him on the pod just to show, just to highlight how how big we are on just being good guys in the pod. So we got a pod of just good guys. And now, and that's going to reflect in good picks, right, boys? <laughs> I, I want to point out that Josh has called me a diversity hire, which I think is really funny. <laughs> he's Italian, man. He's Italian. <laughs> I got my jacket for the boys today. I got a field sandwich <laughs> running, so uh, we're gonna have a good, good show. This guy's four just white dudes a field on a sandwich pod. at eleven in the morning on a Saturday. Oh my god, it's two o'clock. Yeah, it's two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> oh god, sorry boys. Rough start to Saturday, but feeling feeling good. Feeling good. You are living on West Coast time uh, in the time zone at this point, eh? That that uh, I thought it was eleven. Yeah, you got so drunk here in Calgary, kind of right now. <laughs> It's not West, but yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's a big, uh, it's a big diversity hire. We got four white guys on a podcast. It's great, uh, as you can see, there's a, there's no glass ceiling here in the corporation. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's move on, guys. So let's talk about a couple things here. We're gonna address the elephant in the room. AJ hasn't been on the pod for the last couple episodes, and uh, we all wanted to know where he went. So all three of us came up with a guess to see where you were, AJ. And uh, and then you're obviously going to tell us where you were by taking one of our guesses. So let's start off with you, Relly. Big start to the uh, big start to the pod. Uh, where do you think AJ was the last couple of weeks? I think actually I know for a fact uh, I saw him book a plane ticket to Thailand to meet up with Cliff Kings Kling Kingsbury. 
Fifth stay hot. Yeah, yeah. Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he went out in the mountains and tried to experiment with a few new things, maybe meet a few new people. I don't know. No, that's uh, that's a good one, Luke. I know you got the jitters from your first podcast, but uh, you can open up a bit, eh? Don't worry, <laughs> feel free. Um, yeah. I guess I'll go next. I'll stay on the football theme. I have two options for us. I'll go through the first one here. So um, we all know Aaron Rodgers might be on the move, might be retiring, um, might be going to the Jets, the Tennessee Titans, the Las Vegas Raiders. He clearly has a big decision to make, which is uh, why I'm hearing that he's going into the wild, uh, into two weeks of darkness to find himself. Um, I think AJ wanted to do the same thing. So I think he was in uh, the mountains of uh, maybe like remote Wyoming, trying to uh, find himself, figuring out if he needs to retire from podcasting or not. That's a really good one, actually. Are you going to say thanks or something? I, I kind of complimented you there. We're trying oh, to address toxic. Yeah. <laughs> you We're trying to not to be toxic here in season two of the Odds Get Even podcast. There's been some growing pains, I'm not going to lie. But oh, I actually, yeah. yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> but uh, I actually spoke to AJ, and what he actually did is he went to um, this really rural area in Africa and built houses <laughs> for the rich. For the rich, eh? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't want to be basic for Habitat for Humanity and oh man, such a good guy. Just honestly, just built foundation for the rich. So great guy. Eh? It's going to be the shortest season of a podcast ever. If you keep talking like <laughs> that. Get canceled so quick. Yeah. No, I'm kidding, guys. Obviously, it was a joke. He was only building houses for uh, for the poor. Thanks, AJ. Yeah, no, just for the boys. <laughs> yeah, those are all great guesses. Um but in fact, none of those are true. Uh, went down the went down to the coast in Newfoundland. Really built, built a raft and just just sailed just sailed for a while and just took in took in the views, took in the ocean, and you know just faded J Roy from the middle of the ocean. It's basically what I did. <laughs> That's wow. how you make money. That's how yeah. you make money, bro. I'm telling <laughs> you. That's how you make money? You go with no service. You can't see J Roy's vets. It's basically what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I so love as it. you guys can see, the toxic whole uh, abandoned toxicity thing is going <laughs> really well here. I love the character development too, eh? Speaking about toxicity on the podcast, this podcast started off with AJ tailing me till he dies to the point where he's going to Newfoundland on a raft trying not to see my picks. So that's season two for you here. Yeah. So um, part of the reason we took some time off is there was some toxic- toxicity with uh, with just people talking about picks. Um, so I addressed this to AJ, uh, not AJ, sorry, to J-Royd earlier in the week. I said, do you think the pod energy is getting too toxic? I think so, low-key, high-key. And he said, this competition is getting toxic. And then immediately after that, he followed up with, you guys need to hit. I'm getting sad when you don't. And nice cracking call. And then, sorry, I fumbled here. I'm not reading this properly. <laughs> so yeah, I just said it's getting toxic. And then he agreed. And then he immediately followed up that by saying that he hates all our picks. And he said, we need to start hitting. And I was like, this is literally the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> so this is obviously completely misunderstood. I wrote... You guys need to start hitting. I'm sad when you miss because I get sad when you guys miss because it affects the pod record. So 
one thing I do have to clear up. All the boys might have been hard on each other. It all started from you guys as well. So like that first night when I called Calgary and you completely called me on the group chat, I just started a, a, a battle that no one wanted to start. And, uh, you know, we're going to go back two months before then when uh, Relly had just put my name in the group chat for the first time. So it's just been a deeply rooted battle between the boys, but we're getting better here. We're, we're going to be not toxic here season two. Before we like close the book on that one, I just want to talk about the time you got reverse laddered, if we can. Oh, I think we discussed that in an earlier podcast. I know, but I want to talk about it again. That's all. <laughs> Getting reverse laddered has to one of the most embarrassing things to happen to you as a handicapper, I think. So ever since the reverse ladder, guys, um, I've been up a lot of units. I've, um, But we're not going to be toxic here. We're not going to talk about our personal accolades. We're actually going to talk about what we're doing uh, on the pod. Uh, we did talk about the reverse ladder two weeks ago. And the and to be honest, I'm going to update all the listeners and you guys. The Jets are still blacklisted. So and That's valid. I mean, you did bet on them like three days later. <laughs> yeah i did i did a bet on them too. <laughs> i did hit too as well there you go so does anyone want to introduce the um what we're doing with our twitter and everything to the listeners here and talk about i guess how it's going to work on from now on so for season two oh yes i can take this one you know after the big hiatus i uh, gotta put on some work on this pod Basically, what we're going to be doing is each day on Twitter, we're each individually going to be releasing our plays of the day. Um, little little individual competition here, get get a little rivalry going. And we're basically going to keep track um, at, at the end of each month. We're going to see uh, see how many units we're up uh, individually. And uh, whoever's the last can have some sort of punishment we haven't decided yet. But, you know, healthy competition uh, brings the best out of all of us and hopefully, hopefully get some good picks. I think whoever comes last should have to sit on a corner flag. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys will have the choice basically throughout the week. We're going to recap all of our picks on uh, on the podcast, which will come out Mondays or Sunday nights. Um, basically, um, you guys can kind of pick who you want to tail that week, who you're liking the picks from. And uh, we'll keep standings for you guys so you guys can see uh, how everyone's doing throughout the uh Throughout the month, uh, standings will probably come out monthly for uh, for to see how many units each of us are up from our daily picks. Gonna have to add though, we want healthy competition because uh, the competition did bring out a lot of toxicity the last week. So we're all here for each other, and we're here for you. And for everyone that is following the competition, please look at the initials under the tweet. It belongs to all four of us. So we all have our own initials. That'll be cleared up. I'm JR. RG's RG, I believe, right? Yeah, it's just RG. Rally's Rally. And and uh, I love this one. AJ's AB for some reason. I have to keep everyone on their toes. They don't know what's coming. We got Antonio Brown making picks. So that's pretty much it for the new changes to the pod. We do want to talk about our Twitter picks for this week, though. Any highlights, any lowlights, anything we're looking for in the future, any trends that we see with the picks itself. I'm going to let give you guys the mic here first. Does anyone want to start with their picks? Anything we want to vent about or rant about or even like gloat about? Um, I can get started here. So since football season is obviously wrapping up, 
Um, I'm going to shift most of my attention to college basketball, hockey, golf, and uh, NASCAR starting up soon. So I will be uh, shifting a lot of attention there. Um, just spots for college basketball coming up. A um, couple divisions. It's uh, kind of anyone's game right now. Uh, the Big Ten seems pretty wide open aside from Purdue. Um, the Big 12 has been a lot of competition. So you're just going to look for um, teams who have been kind of like down recently. And teams that are getting overvalued because they had a big win. Because honestly, any given day, college basketball has been uh, been a big shift this year. What do you think so far, AJ? Oh, I, I love love some college basketball. Um, there's no team that's consolidated number one. It's going to be a crazy tournament. There's probably 15 to 20 teams that have a legitimate shot to win the national champion this year. So it's going to be chaotic. Um, thing I've learned is in college basketball, bet on the home teams. Doesn't matter if the worst team, bet them to cover. Home home environments, college basketball, something different, and it's always the advantage. So if it's a close spread, always take the home team. Yeah. Um, no, I did. Uh, I used that kind of rationale today. I took uh, I took Texas minus seven against West Virginia. They're up thirty eight right now, so I feel great. We're doing good. Thirty eight. Good stuff. They're up thirty eight right now. Mm-hmm. Is there any tips for when you're doing research uh, when you're looking for an NCAA ball to give the listeners here? That kind of gives you insight on some picks. I know it hasn't been really working that much recently, but but uh, when you were successful, what are you really looking for here? Um, I can start here. So one thing I like to look for is when teams are um, are getting a bit overvalued because of uh, recency bias, which Vegas tends to use sometimes. Um, for example, West Virginia just, just came off a win against Iowa State. Iowa State's a good team, so that might uh, overvalue them a bit, um, make them better than they are. You know, they get like a little home win where they're fired up. Iowa State's coming off a big road trip, and uh, you can see some value there taking the other team at home. AJ, what do you think? Um, for me, it's yeah, look at the conference. I'm a big, big Big East fan. Big East overs hit like 80% of the time. It's a wild stat. So if you're ever looking at overs, look at that conference. And a lot of, the, a lot of lines in college basketball are set pretty low. So especially with college basketball, the games get dragged out. So many free throws down the line. So I love betting over in college basketball. I've actually been pretty successful on them. Has there been any teams where you're sort of leaning towards where you see them in the slate? Any frauds uh, or any, like, I guess, uh, risers? Ooh, it's a, For this week? A good one. I, I think Bam was a fraud. Um, you know, they've got blown out by Oklahoma on a neutral floor by 30 points this year already. Um, I think there's a lot of frauds in the NCAA this year. Like every, like I said, not, there's Purdue is number one in the country. They've fallen recently, so. Um, but look out for Marquette. They're my, I think they're one of my favorite teams in the NCAA this year. Hit a lot of threes, have five deep starters, so Marquette's gonna make a run. So this might be a hot take um, going to the tournament, but I think the Pac-12 sucks this year. I think it's trash Terrible. right now. I don't like the Pac-12. Um, Arizona is running the Pac-12. They are 21 and three right now. They're probably going to be a one seed or a two seed going into the tournament, most likely a one seed. Um, I think they're absolute frauds. So, uh, but that's something to watch out for later in the tournament because they are just steamrolling through the Pac-12 right now. So, yeah, I, I actually like Arizona, but I can see the fraud a little. They have such an easy conference, but they have like four seniors that are, they have five, like the five, the starting lineup has four seniors and one junior, yeah. which is always mm-hmm. big in college basketball. Uh, a lot of these teams with one and dones usually never make it all the way. It's, it's experience that always comes to, uh, Comes fresh in the end, so I like especially when you're batting teams. Look at look at experienced teams over a team full of freshmen. 
And then uh, the SEC, I know you said you're frauding uh, Alabama pretty early, right, AJ? But yeah. uh, what do you think of the Tennessee Volunteers? I love the Vols. Can, I, I, it's another, the another team that has a ton of seniors. Um, have like a six six year senior six year player on their team. Um, still to be around forever. But yeah, I love I love I love old teams in college basketball. Um, you know the the freshmen are fun because you get the the one and dones. You know the high the high recruits. But when I'm betting, I love I love I love veteran teams. So we'll see what happens here. Um, we'll see what Houston can do. That's another team to watch out the fraud card for later in the year. You know, not playing against the best competition, obviously, in the AAC. But um, we'll see it down the stretch. You guys want to, uh, Jared, what are you kind of looking for for hockey in the next few weeks for your picks? What do you want people to look out for? So I got a lot to talk about here. Got a lot to complain about. Got a lot I like. Uh, if you guys have been following the Twitter, uh, I feel like I've been giving out the most picks at the most volume. But uh, that's what I love to do. I love to make a lot of hot takes. Like today, there's like 14 games and I have 12 bets. So I just, I, I have a take on every game. One thing I do want to talk about, and it's actually been a really good trend in the NHL, have been unders. So the over-unders in the NHL have usually been at 6.5, if you guys have noticed this year. But in pre-game, where the line shifts to like 6 or like 5.5, and you see the odds where, where the line shifts downwards and like the odds for the under are like plus 100. So they're not even at like minus 110, minus 110. More often than not, the under has hit. So I have been taking count of all of these unders and it has been hitting at an 88% clip. Uh, rarely any of these unders have missed. So that's one thing to look forward I don't know if you guys noticed, but I've been taking, I've been calling a lot of unders recently and most of them have been hitting. I don't know if you guys saw that. <clears throat> yeah you're you making some good uh you're making some good under calls problem is when you're watching a game and uh see the over is never dead at any point but your under can die but um if it's in a good spot i love taking a good under especially if, uh, if it's not a game yeah. i'll have on my main screen mm -hmm. i do uh, i do like that i do want to address one thing though uh, rg and i have a little rivalry going with their hockey picks uh, we usually tend to fall on different sides of the plane, uh, but that we, we, we've resolved that. So that's, that's going to be resolved. So we don't confuse the listeners here uh, because I've had some uh, listeners confused on if we're taking either one side or the other. So we'll, we'll figure that out before, uh, before we sent out our picks, but other things I do like to look for guys, uh, the Kraken, they are, kind of regressing right now after the all-star break. They're not looking too great. They are missing a bunch of players. I put, I actually put $50 on the crack and to miss the playoffs at plus 80, 800, 825 pays out like four fifty. I genuinely think the Krakens can miss the playoffs boys. It, it has a really good payout. Uh, I want your thoughts on it. Now, uh, if you guys want to take a look at the standings, I, I guys, I think it's fade the Kraken again after, after the all-star break. See, I don't love this take. Um, I don't think they're a very good hockey team, but guys, Western Conference is just bad hockey right now. It's just bad hockey in the Western Conference, especially that Pacific Division. Um, like, who's the best team in that Pacific Division? Like, Vegas, the Oilers, the Kings, maybe. Like, those, those aren't great hockey teams. Those aren't teams that can win a championship this year. Those Man. aren't teams that can uh, win a Stanley Cup. But, like, just based on how bad – the conferences i don't see anyone getting in over seattle like out of this group here 
So if you look at the standings, because I have the standings basically memorized, I don't even look at the score anymore. Uh, I think out of the Pacific, first place would be Edmonton. Uh, ever since they got Evander Kane, they've just been a three-line team. They're playing pretty well. Uh, they did lose to Philly uh, on during the week. That was a pretty tough loss. But Philly has been taking a lot of teams by surprise recently. They've been winning, so you couldn't give Philly. Uh, you could give Philly that win. Uh, in terms of teams that are on the fringe to make it, you got Calgary and Nashville. Uh, Calgary's at 58 points with, I'm pretty sure two games in hand on Seattle. They're five points back. And then you got Nashville with, I think it's like three games in hand with 58, uh, 58 points. Those are two teams, which in my mind, I think are better than the Kraken itself. So Kraken lost already three in a row since the break. I, they're going to need to start winning guys. And comparison to Calgary and, uh, Nashville, only one of those teams need to get in. So at plus 825, I think it's a great value bet to take the Seattle Kraken to fall out. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good pick. Um, that's a good team to fade moving forward. But uh, let's be real here, boys. No one gives a fuck about hockey in Seattle. So uh, why don't we uh, move on to our next topic? What do you think? <laughs> no, we still got to talk to Relly about a soccer pick. Oh, true. Let's get back going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually don't feel like I'm part of the pod yet, Josh. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, fellas, lately it's been uh, kind of a weird time in, in European football. We have uh, a lot of upsets happening. A lot of top-tier teams fumbling, Arsenal and Man City, to name a few. And then just a lot of inconsistency. Like, we're, we're watching Tottenham beat Man City one nothing last weekend and then come out and get, like, battered today, which, unfortunately, I called them. But, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, it's coming all over. Like, the Italian league, no one can predict a game. English league is heating up to be quite the title race. So it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks here going forward. I like the analysis here, but I want to sort of bring it to, I guess, some relative, I guess, playing field with the hockey. So I usually like to say that don't bet on hockey after the All-Star break because it's kind of unpredictable. I know the transfer window closed recently. Is there is it unpredictable because the transfer windows closed? A bunch of these players are playing on new teams. You kind of kind of have to. It's kind of like a second season almost, right? Yeah, it's definitely a bit of a refresh, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, man, I don't know. It, it definitely for for a few teams like we had Chelsea dropping a lot of money in January and then they've come out and haven't been able to win a game. Uh, but with other teams, you know, they're they're losing guys, they're picking guys up, but they're, they're more or less the manager is still playing the same kind of game. But uh, it definitely is something to watch for going forward. Uh, key players like, you know, you know how they say you don't know what you got until it's gone. Right. So you have a big player that uh, that leaves. Look at Man City with Joao Cancelo leaving, going to Bayern. Now they can't quite figure out their offense. So, yeah, you, you might have a little point there. Are there any teams that you are looking forward or that you're high on, uh, I guess, after this transfer window? I see Brentford, uh, you called in an earlier podcast, one of the most electric teams in the league. They tied Arsenal today. Pretty, uh, pretty big tie, I'd say. What's your outlook on any of those like middle of the pack teams that are kind of emerging to, I guess, make a final run, I'd say, to uh, get a spot in Europe? Yeah, I love Brentford and I love Brighton. Uh, I know we talked about it before, but they keep getting undervalued. And you look at Brentford today, they were, I think, plus 400. 600. Uh, 600. 
against Arsenal today, which, you know, league leaders at home, kind of a fair line, but they're a good team. Uh, you can't really sell them short like that. If you put down a little draw or win or draw, double chance action, you're laughing right now. But uh, going forward in the Prem, I really want to watch out for Man United. Uh, they they kind of been like a meme team for a long time, but they finally are starting to figure it out. Rashford is starting to play like the guy we all thought he was going to be and we all picked him up on FIFA 18. And uh, yeah, we're finally getting going. They're uh, they're catching up to Man City, who are stumbling a little bit. They have are a bit of in a bit of controversy too, with a little bit of uh, financial fair play rules. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited, man. Lots going on. So, last quick question about Rashford. Do you think that Ronaldo sort of held him back there um, in terms of his play? Because on FIFA, Rashford's a five-star skiller. He's unreal. He costs a lot at the start of FIFA with when he's like a gold card. But he's now actually playing like his FIFA card, which is pretty unreal because he's pretty AIDS in FIFA. Yeah, well, like everybody knows, FIFA is like more important than the real game. But uh, Ronaldo definitely held him back, man. Ronaldo is such a diva. And I think we're all on that, on that team on this podcast. But uh he now that he's out of the way and no one cares about him anymore, uh, Rashford has really stepped into that main role, putting the ball in the back of the net, and the team's winning. So it's not that hard to uh, to find the problem there. Also, do you think with uh, Mason Greenwood leaving, the team's just doing a lot better because of the vibes? That's a like really offside comment, but uh, definitely because that guy has a terrible vibe, and I hope he never gets back. It's not a comment. It was a question. It was a bad question. Okay. All right. Makes sense. All right. Let's move Sorry, on. That was toxic. My bad. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. He is a terrible person. That's why I was asking because I'm big on the vibes anyways. Bad vibe. That is awful vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's move on. So that is our picks for the week. Our future outlooks. I do like the outlooks we have. Uh, we are a pretty profitable podcast. So I'm happy about that. Uh, a lot of greens out here. We're green beaming. So let's move on, boys. This Sunday, what do we have? Great Cup. The Great Cup's on Sunday? We got, Sunday? we got the Great Cup on steroids. We got a Rihanna concert, guys. <laughs> Big awesome. Rihanna concert. No, I'm kidding. We got the Super Bowl. This is the mega of mega. This is one of the biggest events in North America behind the Battle of Alberta. I'm excited to watch it, boys. Are you excited? That's a yeah. stupid question, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not excited. Before we go into it, though, maybe let's talk about um, some games that are more important than the Super Bowl. Like, I'm going to go on a limb here and say when Iowa plays Iowa State in Ames, Iowa during week two, you guys think that's more important than the Super Bowl? I'm not too sure. I don't follow college football like you do. All right, cool. Thanks for ruining that part. Um, let's just move on to the games. <laughs> let's move on to the game here. Um, so we'll all give you our picks. So um, as you guys probably know, um, we banned JR from making football picks on, on Twitter on the podcast um, because he posted one without me knowing and I had the opposite side and I was really, really, really unhappy with that. But that's okay. Um, we move though. But um, so my official pick, for this game, I will be taking a little bit of a ladder with the Eagles. I have the Eagles at money line at minus 125. And then we'll also be taking the Eagles minus one and a half, obviously, at minus 110. 
Um, this game's going to be one in the trenches. I can see it being a high scoring game. I know it's tough to bet against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes has only had one good quarter in all of his Super Bowls. That was the fourth quarter against San Francisco. And guys, he only had 60% completion percentage in that quarter. Like, I know it looks flashy. It looked great when he won that game. Patrick is one and two in Super Bowls. And more importantly, every time the opposing team's jersey has been thrown on the Rocky statue in Philadelphia, the Eagles have gone to blow out that team. I do not think this game will be a blowout, but I think the Eagles win by a touchdown. AJ? See, I got the opposite side. I'm betting for Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the best quarterback in football. I'm taking the best quarterback. Could be one of the best quarterbacks of all time with the end of it, but um, I think it's going to be a great game. The Eagles are a powerhouse. They have all three phases of the football team is dominant, but you know I think Patrick Mahomes got some magic left in him. Um, that defense is very underrated in KC as well. They got a very they got the coaching advantage in Andy Reid. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to do it. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to get Super Bowl, get win the Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same year. They got Chiefs money line at plus one hundred five is my pick. So I like the uh, explanation you have here, AJ, and I, I see where you're coming from. In the Super Bowl, obviously both teams are good, but you bet on greatness in the Super Bowl. And where I bet is I bet with greatness, and it's not greatness on the Super Bowl field. It's greatness in the football picks. And I'm going to give my flowers to RG here, going perfect the last two weeks, uh, not missing a football pick. So I'm going with the football daddy of the podcast, RG at minus one and a half with the Eagles and the Eagles money line. I'm taking out a mortgage at the current mortgage rates too. So it's going to be a big bet and I'm putting it all on the Eagles. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. We're really ending our rivalry here on the right foot. You know, we both uh, came to consensus with the the Tampa Bay lightning today. So hopefully that pulls up, but uh, I like where we're moving forward in our relationship. And this, uh, this sounds great. And uh, I can't wait to be cheering on uh, the Eagles tomorrow. Fly Eagles fly. As a Cowboys fan, it does take a lot out of me to to uh, root for the Eagles here. But honestly, hey, but you're, also, uh, you're also a Chargers fan, so you got a rivalry with and like ten other teams too, right? You got yeah, a lot of rivalries so, that are tough to root against. So after uh, after you did bring that up to me, I uh, I had a long look in the mirror and I came up with this <laughs> conclusion. Uh, it's like a little comeback for you. I'm more of a fan of players than I am of teams. That's fine. That's a cop out. What is that supposed to be? It's a to massive cop-out. It means like you're trying to like like get yourself out of the blame for doing something. Like you can't be like like a fan and like, oh, like I love the Chargers, I love the Kraken, I love the Jets, I love the Leafs, I love the Islander. You know what I mean? Like, and then be like, oh, like I just like the players. That's all. Honestly, I see where you're coming from. I just appreciate talent in terms of the players. I'm more of a fan of the players rather than a team. If I were to pick a team, I'm going to set this straight right here in the podcast. I'm a Cowboys, Toronto Maple Leafs, Manchester City, Toronto Blue Jays fan. Okay. That's a good. If you're setting that, you can't, you can't cheer for the Chargers anymore. You're done. I'm an Austin Eckler fan. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Um, so that's um, me and AJ are going head to head here with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. I'm sure we'll be uh, rinse each other a bit tomorrow. But uh, we'll also have a bunch of props coming on Twitter too tomorrow morning. Um, you guys want to talk about some fun props? So oh. one I love tomorrow. Um, 
one of the best punters in the NFL, guys, Brett Kern. Brett Kern is electric, was let go by the Tennessee Titans last year, has been lighting it up with Philly. I love when punters can thrive in the NFL. It is so electric. Um, he's doing great things. I, I love him to absolutely boot one tomorrow if the Eagles are ever backed up. Um, this guy has a leg. I'm going over, over 53 and a half for his longest punt at minus 105. That is uh, one of my big props. Love it. Love it. I'll get going. A um, little fun prop. Uh, the coin flip. Start off the Super Bowl, right? Um, last two Super Bowls, I'm two for two. Um, so uh, this morning I woke up, uh, found a quarter in my wallet, and had a little se- best of four out of seven series. Tails one four one. Tails never fails. Tails a plus one hundred to pick the signs. Yeah, I'm so, all tails. I did the same thing, but I did it with a with a loony. <laughs> and I actually got a tie. I got tails and I got tails winning the first uh um first series of seven, and then heads winning the second series of seven. And then there was a little controversy because I I uh, lost count of the amounts of times I flipped the coins, so I, there was no tiebreaker, so I couldn't come out with a pick. So I'm glad you did that too. We didn't even talk about it, which is honestly pretty nuts. But well, it's, I got one that I think we need. And I think everybody not wants to talk about, and it has to do with the national anthem. Uh, RG, who's singing it again? Do you know? It is Chris Stapleton, country superstar. Mm -hmm. The Traveler, otherwise known as. But uh, I have it on very good authority that the time will clock in anywhere between 119 to 122 seconds, which means depending on which book you're on, I think FanDuel has it on over under 119.5, in which case I'm saying take the over. If you find it anything a line, anything higher than that, then definitely take the under. That's a fun one. I like that one a lot. Um, Relly, why don't you uh, go into that next little fun one that we talked about yesterday? that you sent over that FanDuel's offering? So I think this is probably the lock of the day. Uh, And that would be when the MVP uh, makes his speech at the end of the game, who do you think he's going to thank first? And there's one clear answer to that. Jackson Mahomes. Right. Uh, no, no. Uh, in all serious, all obviousness, it's going to be a religious figure or a religion. Uh, and that's coming in at even money, which I'm kind of worried because that is a ridiculous line. But it's the at, best odds out of any of them. So it's, it's still the favorite. Fine. It's the, the favorite. favorite. Yeah. yeah. At plus 100. So yeah. that's going to be some fun. Mm-hmm. And no, Josh, it's not the Jewish God. First of all, there's a term, it's called odds on favorite. And uh, second of all, we have one God, guys. Uh, we're all the same. Um, there's no uh, there's no difference between all of us. So um, one race, one love. As, uh, fuck, what's his name? Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley. Oh, my God. I thinking I was like Bruce, Bill. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. Stay hot. But uh, Stay I hot think um, I don't like, okay, I'm not going to come here and trash our, our fun prop bets. But I think thanking your God's a little political, don't you guys think? I think everybody does it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Have you watched any of the MVP speeches recently? 
I have. I actually did a quick run through the other day. <laughs> do they thank God right away? Going on. It's right about fifty percent. About fifty percent. The first thank. So uh, really, see why they're all on. Yeah. What's the other fifty? Just spread out family, uh, organization, fans. Never the owner. The owner's a terrible play. Do not go with owner. Yeah. Owners are all scumbags, anyways. Yeah, that would just be like dogs doing that. Like, <laughs> so if you're okay, so if we think that the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl, RG and I, and I guess Rally as well, I'm assuming, I guess we're both thinking that Jalen Hurts is going to be in the MVP, right? We'll see. Um, you know what? It'd be fun for a little offensive lineman to get it this year. What do you guys think about uh, Jason Kelsey getting in there? That'd be pretty electric. Don't think it's going to happen, but uh, that'd be some fun. I think if the Eagles win, I'd pick for darkness be Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick is a great pick. Um, I also love AJ Brown wants a title more than anyone in this game, I think. I think he is going to absolutely go off. So um, we'll see if, uh, if he can sneak one in as well. Do all these guys seem like religious folks to you? I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to we'll have to do more research into that and uh, we'll throw it on Twitter for you guys tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess that's all your props. My good prop is actually, I'm not even gonna take credit for it. I saw it on TikTok yesterday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it to you guys. So it's on DraftKings. Uh it's Whatever's like larger, the longest field goal or the total amount of points. And wow, that's a fun one. Yeah, and uh, it was actually explained really well. So I'm going to try my best to explain it to you guys. So apparently, um, field goals don't like the t- current total right now is 50 and a half points. And usually field goals, especially in the Super Bowl, the field goal of uh, the kickers are kind of shaky. They don't really hit field goals over 50 yards. So you're kind of getting yourself some leverage between the 50.5 total and whatever the longest field goal would be, which is probably going to be like 40 or 35, like, like somewhere low forties. So if you take the points, you kind of can give yourself some space between the actual over under and the longest field goal. And it comes in at minus minus one thirty-five. So you are going to have to put some juice on it, but I do like the edge you get on the total number of points over the longest field goal. I think it's no uh, coincidence that you're, kind of like fading the field goal line uh being a cowboys fan because your kicker couldn't hit like <laughs> what he missed like five in a row right uh pats yep mm-hmm. yeah so i don't think we can can get behind that what do you guys think we'll see that's a fun one though i like, I like the edge you're getting a really good edge on that pick though harrison bucker has a light though so he's got a leg yeah well, pass. you think he's going to kick like a 51 yard field goal? Cause that's the over under right now. I can see him like 55. Like he, he hits in like mid 50s all the time. I well, feel like the thing is, field goals aren't going to happen. I feel like it'd be, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So people are, they're going to go for fourth down yeah. a lot. So, yep. yeah, both these teams go for fourth down. So that's like the thing. End, like, end of the end of the first half field goal could be like, time could be like high 50s, depending if a team has a quick two minute drill. So uh, speaking of that, um, I think AJ's on this as well, but I do have over 50 and a half as the over in this uh, in this ball game. Mm-hmm. Don't bet the under in the Super Bowl. Just, that's just a terrible Not bet the under in the Super Bowl. Like, if you bet the mm-hmm. I do want to talk about that. I think the over and the under depends on which team wins the Super Bowl. So if the Chiefs win, I think the over hits. But if the Eagles win, I think the under hits. That's interesting. 
I think uh, the Eagles know how to take that a lead. Yet? The Eagles know how to take a lead early and hold on to the ball. That's something they can do and use their run game to their advantage. So we can see that happening here. But I can't see uh, if KC behind they're gonna they're gonna start slinging that thing around and they're gonna start putting some points up. So the Eagles are gonna have to throw the ball around a bit more, and I think they're gonna be able to capitalize on that, which is why I like uh, the over either way here. All right. But, so, uh, yeah. So our official podcast pick of the week, which would come out with the graphic, what would you, what would it be? It's gonna be the over. It's gonna be the over. Yeah, over fifty. Life's too short. Mm-hmm. Not the over. So, over. Before we wrap up, uh, Supi talk here, boys. Do we want to all give uh, our pick for MVP of the Super Bowl? I like that. Cool. Um, AJ, why don't you kick us off? You seem pretty fired uh, up. It's a pretty easy pick for me. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on the Chiefs, and the Chiefs win. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. doesn't even matter if he has that good of a game. He won the MVP last time they won, and he wasn't the best player in the field. It should be Tyree Kill. Um, so I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. That's a good one. Um, I think I, I spoke about this a bit earlier. Um, I do not think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to have a great game. But like I said, I think A.J. Brown's going to go off. It's going to be a great value pick. I got A.J. Brown. From the University of Mississippi, taking this one. I'd like to go off the board here. And my MVP for tomorrow is going to be Rihanna herself. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people might doubt me on that one, but I think the majority of people tuning in tomorrow are going to be to watch her, Uh, especially once she gets into Under My Umbrella. Uh, I think it's just going to be a great pick. But for the game, I'm going with AJ Brown. I'm tailing RG. Cheers. So I like that creativity there, Rally. So for me, my MVP of the day will be Vegas because they will find a way to rig it as much as possible because <laughs> uh, football is the most rigged sport of all time. <laughs> but for the actual game itself, I'm following football daddy, AJ Brown, MVP. Book it. That's a major value, by the way, everybody. So that's just a sprinkle because that is uh, that's going to be a big value. But what do you guys what do you guys think is gonna happen? Like Vegas seems to find a way to rig it every single week. Like, Did you get a chance to look at the scripts for this one or no? No, I just don't know. I just I always get pissed and start throwing stuff. <laughs> Didn't know it dropped. I thought they're they're keeping it tight. No, they they dropped the script early this year. And they like 37 uh, 34 Chiefs or something. Yeah, 37 34 Eagles, actually. Oh, so Eagles. Right down, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, be before we move on, um, little prop bet between the Aussie and even out of the specialists and out of this podcast, who has the most money on the game tomorrow? Who do you think it's gonna be? Ooh, I would say J-Roy. 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 Yeah. J-Roy. Yeah. Yeah, J Roy is like minus two thousand <laughs> on on that. I've made a pledge to myself after going like not I cannot even pay for a win in a football playoff bet. So I'm actually going light on the Super Bowl. Ooh. I think uh, I think RG might have it here. I, I think the line for confident. RG set up. I was yeah. the line for RG at 175 and a half. I got uh, good stuff tomorrow. There's gonna be a lot of fun little props, just sprinkling uh, a few dollars here and there. But uh, guys, I'm telling you right now, I am very confident in the Philadelphia Eagles, especially after what I saw put on that Rocky statue a few days ago. <laughs> I feel great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Really, that was bad. bad. Bad look for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The Giants mm-hmm. tried it. The Niners tried it. 
The Vikings tried it. Nothing. The Vikings tried it. When did the Vikings try it? When they got pumped on prime time in like week three. They did it then? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Week three, you're putting the jersey on Rocky already. I don't already? know if it was week three, but it was it was it was quite early. It was, I think it was like week three, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. A, it was, it was week two. It was week two. It was when I just met you guys, and um, one of the first things I told you guys was Vikings money line because they fucked up the Packers, and yeah, they were like no, underdogs I, against I, the Eagles. I, I didn't tail that pick, and I was I didn't tail that pick. So I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this crazy like, Jew? Yeah. What was that guy's name again? <laughs> uh but yeah that's it for super bowl talk guys um i'm excited honestly uh this is kind of this is a perfect segue into our draft do you guys want to introduce the concept of the draft and what we're doing every week now uh on season two with the with the new season so yeah just a quick little draft uh sometimes we'll be sports related sometimes we'll be betting related kind of anything here uh but we're gonna call it uh the three-way because we're each gonna have three picks going here a uh, little betting reference there for you guys this week um bit of a fun one we're gonna stay on theme here we're gonna go with the worst guys to watch the super bowl with um why don't we let the podcast host uh j roy tammers kick it off here and get us started all uh, right wait, are, are we snaking this is that yeah we'll snake know? it Let's so we just like you know, a live draft lottery to start it off. I can just do a little random random team generator. Yeah, oh, let's I like do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me just draw. Uh, pull this up. Uh, do you wait, have like so a template like ready made for this? Like, were you? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna do just a like, good old draft order. It's no, it's like one of those simulation things online. Oh, so I'm not going first overall. No, I can't. That's a little rigged, my. <laughs> I know we have to give you uh, everything you can get, but wow. all right, it is generating. It is Chiroid RG Torelli. Me, Malia. Ball in the don't start. lie. I'll I'll take the I'll take the wrap round about that. All right, so uh, I guess I'm gonna go at the 101. Are you guys ready? Yeah, get your 101. Here we go. Okay, wait, we gotta we gotta put in a sound effect. Get, so everyone be quiet for a little bit. All right. Pick one is in. So with the 101, first person to watch the Super Bowl with, it is the bandwagon fan. The fan that comes in decked out in Chiefs gear, knows absolutely nothing about football, but knows exactly where Patrick Mahomes was born, his mom's name, and his girlfriend's favorite color. The bandwagon fan is the worst person to watch football with. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to get started here as well. So we know the Super Bowl is a pretty big event. People who don't watch football are all over it. Um, It's just like a fun day to hang out with some friends, which is why I'm going to go with the gatekeeper as the worst person to watch football with the person who watches football all year long is like, Oh, all these people are coming in right now to watch. Like, yeah, it's the fucking super bowl. It's just friends getting together. Like let's relax here. Um, the guy that's just like tearing down what everybody's saying all night, just about the game or about uh, the sport in general, just the gatekeeper is what I'm going to roll with. That's a great pick. I think Good as 
as sports fans in general, we all really hate being that guy and being around that guy. But at my one, I think we have a guy that we all hate even more. And that's the guy who pretends that he thinks it's cool to not like sports. Ooh, worst guy. Worst guy. I, the contrary. So, so you're watching. Yeah. You're what the contrarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're watching the game and he's like, why are you why are you excited? It's a bunch of grown men wearing tights, like like that kind of guy. Yeah, the guy that's like, do you know what their heads are gonna be like in like yeah. they're gonna be up yeah. for research, like those yeah. guys? Yeah. I only came here for the chili. Like, no, yeah. shut up, man. Like, no one invited you. Like <laughs> Yeah, so give me that at my one. I can't believe he fell all the way to three, but I'll take that. <laughs> no, that's a great dude. He fell early. That's like Shane Wright in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Not expecting <laughs> to fall like that, but yeah. that, that's crazy. That's a great pick. I don't think anyone went to his birthday party. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan fell all the way to seven. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I got two picks in a row here. You know, I, I foreshadowed this earlier. I had the under better. That's the absolute worst person to watch the Super Bowl yeah. with. If you're cheering for not a lot of points in the best football game of the year, you're just a disgrace to watch the game with. Absolute joke. So I'm happy to get under better as my first uh, round pick. On the wraparound, I had a couple things on the board. But I'm going to go with a former or just a high school football coach who thinks he knows everything about the game. You know, he coaches grade nine, like junior varsity Calling, oh, I wouldn't have ran. That would run a slant here. I think that'd be the worst, an absolute worst person to watch football with. His former former coach who thinks he knows every public game and just absolutely ruins it for you. That's a great one. I like that a lot. All right, Rally, in your uh, in your second pick for my two, give me Skip Bayless. <laughs> just Skip uh, Bayless straight up. Yeah, him, like him in the room. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be a terrible guy to watch it. <laughs> AJ, you okay over there? This is a great pick. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be an awful guy to watch. Like he'd be like you'd be watching like hockey and he'd be going off with like LeBron takes and you're like, man, shut up. We're watching the Kraken play the Canucks at 10 p.m. Like it's like it's 11 p.m. on like a Tuesday. You're watching <laughs> yeah. like a Western. You're watching like a Hawaii basketball game. Yeah. Like in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. It's a great one. Um, I'm going to get off the football topic here. I'm going to go uh, with my second pick to the Mooch. Super Bowl is usually a big potluck. Everyone's bringing something. Everyone's bringing some beer. You're sharing the love a little bit. The guy who doesn't bring anything at all. And he's not providing good value to the conversation. That guy is the worst. He's not bringing any food. He's just eating whatever everyone else brought. That's going to be my second pick because uh, I hope I don't have any of those tomorrow. That's a great pick. And I thought you were going to steal my pick. It was very close to my pick. My pick, uh, second round, last pick of the second round. It is the vacuum of the group. It's uh, it's where we're all watching football. We got our food order in. Everyone's hyped. It's the first quarter. Pizza comes. Next thing you know, you're not focusing on the game. You're focusing on getting your slices in because one dude is just vacuuming all the food off the table and everyone's just munching. It's like, yeah, you keep like looking. You want to look at the screen, but like you want to make sure you like the food is rationed properly. You want to make sure you get your share. Yeah. And like, exactly. before you know it, like, say you only get like three creamy garlics for your pizza and they're all gone. Oh, <laughs> like, they're all gone. 
yeah. And then the next the thing next you know, thing you, you look, look up, up and it's, it's like halftime. Like half. Yeah. And all the food's gone. <laughs> so you guys are done. <laughs> and you're still hungry. All right. All right. Next, for the wraparound pick, I have the uh, the trailblazer. <laughs> so the person that doesn't get in on the food order and says, yo, does anyone want to hop in the Uber Eats order with me? I'm ordering sushi. Oh, no, I don't and, like that guy. And know? then and then your food comes, and he sits there, watches you guys all eat, and talks about how much he would rather have sushi than the pizza you had the whole time. The trailblazer. Fuck That's those a good guys. one. I'm going to go a bit creative here too. Some of you guys might not agree with this. Um, when you're watching the Super Bowl, best beers to have, you have football beer, you have Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, no free shout outs, obviously. Um, but you have football beer. It's the Super Bowl. The guy who's just like ripping on you and drinking craft beer and like, I can't believe you guys are drinking that garbage. I think that guy um, don't want to be around him during the game. I don't want those vibes. I want to have a uh, Blue Mountain Coors Light when I'm watching the Super Bowl tomorrow. I like that. I think uh, that really applies to everybody. Uh, and we can all get behind that because who doesn't love a good beer? Uh, but at my three, I would like the, I'll call him the financial analyst. Uh, and this is the guy who thinks he's like, like we're all there watching the game and we're like, Oh, like, what do you think? You want to live bet the, the outcome of this drive? And here you go in the corner, Mr. You know, gambling has a long-term EV of negative money, right? Like, <laughs> I think he froze. Yeah, he froze. <laughs> I lost Billy. <laughs> I lost him. He got his pick in though, so you know that's, that's good. He got his three. He got his pick oh. in, and he got his exponent. Like we exactly knew. What he <laughs> this is absolutely though. perfect. Um, I guess I'll, I'll finish off the draft then. Um, <laughs> it's kind of similar to RG's, but I've had this one on. You know, I think it's a fun one. Guy who pulls up to the Super Bowl with red wine. You know, it's a Super Bowl night. We drink beer on the Super Bowl. I think that's the worst person to show up the Super Bowl. A little fun pick, but you know, someone who pulls out a like glass of red wine when you watch the Super Bowl. That's a good one, AJ. I like that. Dude, this is a great draft. That was a lot of fun. Good draft. I actually had a great time. All right. Mm-hmm. Luke, don't say anything if you also had a great time. <laughs> Luke, don't say anything <laughs> if you're the worst gambler on this podcast. <laughs> oh, there we go! <laughs> oh, we lost him. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a fun. I got a couple ones I didn't pick though. A little honorable mention. I got, I got like the question master, someone who just asks like a million questions and just about the game of football. You know, we, we're, we're inclusive. We watch Super Bowl, but like every single question, if they're you know every single second they're asking a question, I think that's pretty annoying. Um, I also have just like the halftime enthusiast. You know, we all love the halftime show, but someone who wishes away the first half just to get to the the halftime show. Um, we have this we have this game once a year, you know, enjoy the football game. Don't wish it away as our last football game for eight months. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all good for a good halftime show, but, you know, enjoy the game first. Halftime show second. I got uh, my honorable mention was Tinder guy. The guys that's on Tinder during the game, just swiping. <laughs> that's a good one. Hinge. The hinge or Tinder guy. Like, come on, bro. We watch the game. It's once in a year. This guy's swiping <laughs> on threes. That's good stuff. There's also parlay guy that has like parlays on like two different sides. So it's like someone scores a touchdown and he's happy, but then he's also cheese. Cause like he has the under like those guys, the guy making like 15 legs for like 50 cents and like cheese when it doesn't hit. 
Then the, then I got the sore loser, the one that their team just like loses and everyone's just like too scared to talk to them after the game because he yeah. break the fuck out. <laughs> That'd be me. That'd be me. <laughs> that will be me tomorrow. I might I might be there tomorrow, but I'm confident in uh, the boys from the city of brother, brotherly love. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the pod. Does anyone have uh, the timing on this pie? Swear it's like been like over an hour. No, I have no idea. That was pretty good. Pretty good, Mike. I guess we're waiting for uh, Luke to come back. He said nah, he's coming he's back. Gone. He's gone forever. No, let's end it before he can come back. Oh, yeah, let's we ought to. Let's do it. Ready? All right. All right, ready? Peace, guys. Peace, Peace guys. guys. The road, Jack. Don't you come back.